the best part of your week is about to begin. This is the time where we talk shop, swap stories, and share lessons from our wild adventures in the creative industry. With each and every lovingly crafted episode, we strive to bottle that magic, warm, electric feeling you get after coffee with a new friend or attending a fantastic breakout session at a creative conference. You might start as strangers, but you'll leave as friends. Buckle up, settle in, and get ready for this episode of Freelance Fridays. Hello and welcome to another episode of Freelance Fridays, the show where we get some creators on the show and ask them a big question. I am joined, as always, by the master craftsman and the original creator of the Pog Keychain, Ashley (laughs) Ulmer! How's it going? Happy Friday. It's going great. It is going great, man. Uh, Everyone in my house has been uh, vomiting profusely all week, and the week is now over. There's no more people to get sick. Uh, We're through it. We we did it. We we crossed the finish line. That is it. So blue skies ahead of us here. Oh, man. Uh, Sorry to hear that. Ashley. It's okay. Hello. We're at Friday. My, the best part of the best day of the week, Ashley. Yeah, it's <laughs> I'll okay. I'll fight you on that until we die. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Just kidding. I'm in a better uh, mood this week. It's the best part of the week for sure. <laughs> we'd love to hear it. Awesome. <laughs> Ashley, what is our big question for today? This is, a, this is a good one. I'm excited about this. I feel like this is going to be a good conversation. We're going to be talking about how to develop ideas, like the ideation process, through a creative's mind? How do you develop ideas? Yeah, and I feel like if you go on any agency website or any designer's website and they've got like a process written out, like fill in the blanks with whatever cute words they want to use. It's all the same. We all do the same thing. Like how how many different ways are there to make chocolate chips, cookies? Like you got to bake it at some point. You got to like spray the pan, like whether you use butter or whatever. Um, But (laughs) I think I want to jump, I'm excited to jump into like the little nuances of like, Okay, how do you like do step zero and step one? Yeah. Uh, today, we are joined by two very, oh, I should say this. Uh, today's question comes from One Way Creative. It was actually asked by a couple of people. And Isaiah Comer, uh, if you'd like to submit a question, you can leave it down in the comments. You can DM it to us on Instagram. Um, I love a good YouTube comment, though. That really just brightens up my day because I, I have a lot of DMs on Instagram, but not a lot of YouTube comments. And those, I don't know why. I don't know if it's just a phase of life that I'm in. Uh, I, I yearn for YouTube interactions these days, but that's <laughs> that's just me. That's just silly old me. You guys. do get a lot of interaction uh, in the DMs. Like anytime you like show like a screenshot of your like Instagram, you have like a ton of DMs. I like never get responses in DMs. I think I think it's just a testament to like you make pictures that people actually want to look at and I say things that people have reactions to. So like <laughs> name the doodle or I, just, I like make things look cool. <laughs> no. Hey, I mean if you're gonna pick one, one yours is gonna blow up. Mine's just gonna mean I like I gotta argue about stuff that doesn't matter all day. But I could talk about uh that that's another interesting one is like how people's uh like what people are their sweet spot on social platforms is that's that's another oh yeah another day today our guests are uh matt higgins who runs uh doxology creative another agency of one dude he he does fantastic work even before i ever met matt um i was impressed by the the caliber of work and the the client list is insane like he he does some killer stuff and runs a coffee shop uh, and then the oh, other wow. guest we have on is Isaiah Comer, the asker of the question. Uh, yes, fun tip, sir. guys. If you ask a really killer question, I'm probably going to ask you to be on the show. But I mean, I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to like behold myself to doing that or making any promises here. It's the Wild <laughs> West out here, guys. It's Friday. It's freelance time to ask the world. Actually, not the world. It's us for we're answering the question. Hey, the world has already I, asked yeah. the question. Guys, great to have you. Um, How's it going? What? I, hey, y'all. An honor to be on here. Thank you for having <laughs> Absolutely. us. 
I just realized that I introed Matt and then I did not intro Isaiah. Isaiah <laughs> is uh I'm gonna get on my, my old grandpa horse here and like my, this whippersnapper's coming up here and like blowing up on Instagram and like <laughs> like just killing the game. Um Isaiah has actually been on YouTube channel before because he, uh his portfolio was on the painfully honest portfolio feedback. Oh cool. Yes. If you guys haven't seen though that series, it was a lot of fun. It was short, it was high impact, it was a little bit mean, but hopefully we all learn something myself included um but isaiah does i just gotta say isaiah i i like your hat i want that hat that's cool thank you i'm repping my boy golgotha studios real yo yeah he was like he only had a couple left and i was like yes i got the last one nice i love that 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 feels so much better when you get the last one on the rack like it 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 means more yeah (laughs) feel that uh, fun fact, uh, Golgotha Studios is coming on uh, a very upcoming episode. Very re- soon, he'll be on here with us. Oh, shoot. I got to grab one then. I got I to get one quick. They're yep, fire. Yep, yep. He does firework. <laughs> um, yeah, guys. So, Isaiah, tell us a little bit about yourself before we jump into the content here today. Oh, man. Uh, number one, I don't know how I'm here. Just, like, being honest, like... <laughs> You guys have been my biggest design inspirations. Like since I started my page three years ago, I'm like, my heart is racing right now. Like Doxology dude. Creative, bro. Dude, I'm like fanboying over here. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I, like I seriously look up to all of you guys so much. Um, but yeah, I just started a design page back, th- I think three years ago, two or three years ago. Uh, I was doing graphic designs, like just testing out stuff. I mean, there's a million of those kinds of pages like, just testing out stuff, seeing what works, whatever. And I realized like I'm doing nothing that makes me special. And so uh, I started to think about like what's something fresh that would disrupt, you know, what everybody's seeing all the time. And then like daily sketches, like they're not necessarily easy per se, but they're like more simple. And so there's like a whole different kind of like thought process around that. Yeah. So yeah. I started or last year this time, I think I had like 1,500 followers and now I'm at like 20 something, which is crazy. So Loco, uh, bro. It's, Loco. It's, it's been it's been awesome. But yeah, I'm just honored to be here. Thank you for Dude. saying that. I'll uh, Venmo you the $50 I promised for complimenting us all um, later <laughs> after the show. <laughs> that's God. awesome. Uh, that's, yeah. that's insane. The growth that you've seen in a year. That's awesome. Like that's yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 so yes. Good. It is uh, It is delightful. And uh, if you're a jealous clutching type, it is infuriating. Not that I've ever experienced any of those emotions, <laughs> but um, I, I like Isaiah. I, I was excited to have you on here because I've just seen you, you've got a voice and uh, uh, something to say, if you will. Like you got a thing mm-hmm. going on and you got some clearly some thoughts rolling around in your noggin. You're asking some great questions. I was like, get this guy on here. We got to have him. <laughs> Matt. 100%. We've all we've all like pre-hyped you a good bit on here, doing some killer work with lots of big names. Um, but you're not Dang. just you're not just a designer, as if that was that wasn't enough. You're also a coffee boy. Oh no, that's, that's right. Oopsie. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> yeah, my wife and I we run Origin Coffee Bar here in Savannah, Georgia. We're like building out our flagship right now, so it's cool. exciting. A lot of stuff going on, uh, but we're stoked about it, y'all. Full kitchen. Um, Roastery cafe. Let's go. It's gonna be lit. So cool. I'm I've on been, down uh, from Augusta. Check it out. I'm gonna have to because Savannah is not super super far away, and I've no. been watching the the drama unfold. I look, I've 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 seen the the kind of like early days of Origin and like kind of watched from afar, and then seen some of the the more recent drama and dog. I'm so pumped as a as a non um, client or customer, I should say. I'm a big fan from a distance but guys i think it's time to go ahead and uh let's jump into this question today so this we're gonna there's no no holds barred you guys jump in really tactical stuff whatever um how do you develop ideas what does the early part of your process from like client has a need or you have a need to like getting rolling what does that look like for you Heck let's yeah. do round robin and we'll go let's do let's do matt then isaiah then then i'll go then you go josh Perfect. Just, i love it some order you know i love it i love that, that strategy that you implemented there that's great <laughs> so okay so backstory 
about about me is my parents are both um so my mom's like one of the top insurance investigators in the u.s and my dad's one of the founding forensic scientists so my house i could never get away with anything growing up um but it also taught me with their i know so um it taught me a lot about the scientific process right and so then when i was the the weird black sheep in the family that went into the creative world and uh i was able to look at everything kind of through that lens of like you said, it's like, okay, here's the problem. Now let's apply that to the scientific process. Let's do some research, hypothesize and build it up from there. And so I've been able to approach the, the creative lens or the creative focus through that lens. Um, Mm. It's been really regimented and good, like structurally for me, but then also allows my creativity to really like, just run wild, like go with it. Like there is this part in this, what seems like a really rigid process to just like try experiment, hypothesize, test things out. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Right. Mm-hmm. But yep. it's all supported and sits on the foundation of that research. Exactly. So that's the sweet grids, spot grids, when grids. there's like, there's reasons for there's like a method to the madness and I, I can let resonate yeah. with that. I'm definitely not as methodical um, in my approach or as scientific as, as probably, especially your folks are. Um, mm-hmm. But I have always found a, a, my safety blanket is like rigid structures that then I can yes. like, Oh, just like let it all hang out inside of that kind of thing. But that's, exactly. uh, that's, that's quite an interesting little rhythm. upbringing. I didn't know that. That's kind of an interesting conversation as well. Like how, uh, like your history and your upbringing kind of affects the way that you do process things. Oh, like with your, sure. like how no. your parents are more structured. Cause mine were, were not like, they're definitely not uh, structured in that way. So I'm not like, that's one thing I'm not like super good at is being structured. I like being more like organic and free. And so that's interesting. I wonder, I'm, I'm, I'm not even wonder, I'm sure it for sure plays into it, but that's an interesting topic. In for itself. sure. And that's going to be the next yeah. episode that we're all in on. We're just talking about, that. We're talking about process. <laughs> no, I've got um, uh, one of the to- upcoming topics that I've thought about is like, I'm going to couch it as creative heroes, uh, but it's really going to go into the uh, Leon, whatever his name is, uh, his his concept of like creative grandparents. Like, what does your family tree look like of like mm. creative people that mm. have influenced you and like why? Yeah. And this is usually not like physical family members, but I love the little shoe in with uh with like physical like actually what was your home life like growing yeah. up yeah yeah because my dad well, I was i mean i've never really taken stock of this my dad was a construction manager like went to georgia tech like architect brain like super precise yeah, uh, and then my mom was not by any means like you know flower child like you know whatever but she definitely was very creative and you know always like doing stuff and both of them were very like hands-on and and now I'm realizing like, oh, like I ha- that's why I've got a little bit of the left brain, right brain, like both yeah. approach right. is because like that's what I had, like the the template that was kind of set up going ahead. Isaiah, yeah. now that we're round robining parents, uh, tell us about your home life. <laughs> Hopefully it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, none of my parents were a forensic scientist, but uh, my dad is actually a graphic designer, um, oh, okay. which you would think would like influence me a lot. But like and he has because I work under him. Um, so he teaches me stuff about layout, but we're doing like social media posts all the time. It's like company corporate stuff. So a lot of the stuff that I'm doing is like figuring out puzzles, you know, like how do I make this look different enough, but also not against the brand, you know, how can I use these colors in an interesting way, which is fascinating to me. Like, I love that stuff, like using a palette in a way that they didn't intend for it to be used, but it looks cool. So my process is honestly like, (laughs) <laughs> throw a bunch of stuff at the wall a lot of the time yeah. and make sure that I have parameters too. Cause like yeah. if you have no box, then you don't know how to draw outside of the box, you know, like you don't have any measurement. Reach. So I want everything to have a why, you know, and how I do it. So yeah. yeah. 100%. And that's so important too, is having that why to back up your, all your decisions, have yeah. that reasoning too, yeah. especially with working with clients. And mm-hmm. I know each of y'all know about this, but like if you have a why to back everything up, they're like, Oh, cool. I can trust you. Yeah. Like your creative decisions as wacky as it may seem to them. Oh, there's a reason there's yeah. going to be ROI on that. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the like jujitsu moves, uh, not that you're trying to like wrestle your client by any stretch, but like 
it's it's one thing to like pull a Don Draper and like fabricate some magic out of thin air and like be able to like pitch well and back up like well there's a reason why we 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 called it sun dried tobacco or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like if you can ask the client the question on the front end of the project, hopefully answer that and then serve up that same question that they asked. So you're not like you're kind of removed out of the ego and of the conversation. It's just like, hey, yeah. like, why are we doing this project to answer this problem? And this is the best answer for the yeah. problem you've already established kind of thing is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ha- knowing the 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 why and having some of those parameters in place uh, lets you know whether or not you're on track or just making art for art's sake, which mm-hmm. most yeah. of us don't get hired for. I've never been hired for that anyway. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I guess I'll go now as far as, uh, my ideation process, um, kind of similar to like what Isaiah was saying, like, I guess with me, it all comes down to like, when I was thinking about this, it all comes down to what the project is and who, if, if it's for a client or if it's for my own staff or whatever, obviously with a client, it depends. Like, so for instance, it depends on the project. So like, if I'm working on like album art, like my ideation process would go first thing is like listening to their music if it's available. Yeah. Like I listen to the music, look, read the lyrics, kind of get inspiration from that, write down ideas. Um, I don't like, I don't go out and full out mood board unless it's like for like branding or like more in depth, you know, project, but for more things that are kind of, um, you know, more illustrative stuff, I usually just kind of doodle out a few things, nothing major, like literally just like chicken scratch. And I write down ideas and then I just straight up take it into illustrator and just kind of start building and, going from there. Um, and then for my stuff, it's, it is a different process because it's not planned out. It's more organic. That's why I like love creating stuff. Um, like for my brand or even just even my Instagram, just cause it's just more fun. Like there's not any method to it. It's just game plan things I like and things, you know, colors I love and that kind of stuff. So it's just more fun and, you know, more free in that way. Yo, I, I feel like we've talked about this like six different times, but every time we like, compare our, our, our thing here. Actually, I'm like, that's cr- like, we're literally opposite because the second I get the, Hey, like come up with your own topic to write the paper about, or like, Josh, do a fun Instagram post. I'm like, I don't know how to make anything. And I hate uh, creating things and I have no ideas. It's just a, a blank void up here. Like that's, yeah. that's my reaction to like, go, yeah. go play. I'm like, I'm going to go sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we are opposite in that. Like we've, again, we've talked about this in the past, you know, just based on working with you, I know you like you plan things out and you kind of have like a method of ways you do that, which I know you'll go into in a second, but like, I literally kind of, I feel like I, my brain doesn't work that way. Like I do better with like very little direction and just going with it and then modifying it from there versus having all this overload of information and then trying to compile it together that makes sense like i i do better like on a client call or a client you know conversation or email when it's when they're very vague like they just have an end goal but they're not super specific about what they want because i feel like that's where i shine is kind of bringing those ideas like the simplest idea to life versus them having a structured perfect idea of something and then me trying to emulate that you know what i mean yeah 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 got you so isaiah at least you have like you have a goal to get to yeah. which is better than a lot of other situations, which is fantastic. Right. So. Yeah. Um, Isaiah, so you're, you're cranking out these bad boys. Are you like pre-sketching? Is this more of like an Ashley process where you're like, Hmm, I got 45 minutes, start the time or I'm going to make something. I don't know <laughs> what yet. Or is it more no. by like, Oh, this is like, this is some, this is the, the townspeople need to hear this. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like that. Yeah. Go. Yeah, it's honestly okay, so kind of like that. Um, I have like, I'm always sketching and writing stuff down. Like, I'm always taking notes. I'm asking, like, I'm driving and I'm like, I cannot forget this. So then I'm like, hey, Siri, make a note saying blah, 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 blah. And she gets it wrong sometimes, but it's fine. Um, so I'm always taking notes. I'm always sketching stuff out. I have so many sketches on here, like in my iPad. Sorry, <laughs> My home pod is freaking out. <laughs> She's always listening. Um, but I have so many notes in the folder I just haven't used because like I couldn't get it to work right, you know, because it just didn't feel right. So honestly, it's like I just hope for the best. If I have a thought, sometimes it comes easier, sometimes it comes worse. But I hmm. like having this space where like I'm not pressuring myself to post every day necessarily. 
Uh, I don't right. want to be like driven by the algorithm. I want to yeah. use it for my purpose, you know? Yeah. So, no, that's super healthy. And I, I want to do a fun game real quick, guys. Everybody pull out your phone and tell me how many notes you have in your Apple Notes or Evernote or whatever you use. Oh, man. Um, because I think I might be on your on your lane, Isaiah. Like I, I forget things a lot and I yeah. want to like empty my brain. And so I have four thousand nine hundred and forty four notes that um, <laughs> could be wow. a grocery list or more likely it's like notes from a call. Like every time I have some kind of like structured conversation, like I'm writing it oh, down. Wow. Like I can go look up how many times I've talked to this person or whatever. See, my, um, I just use the notes app on my phone and I only have 169 notes, but like most of those are like, so like I'll have like ideas for instance, like, um, even Instagram posts or like verses that inspire me, that's all one note and then I'll go add in. So there's like hundreds of, yeah, some of them are heavy. Yeah. But then, but okay. if I'm having like, if I'm doing like a client call and I'm taking notes, there's no way I would ever put it in my phone. I always physically write it down on a paper. Like I can't. Wow. Do Ew, yuck. I have to write it down. Yucky. <laughs> I have to. I don't know. And it and it really bites me in the butt. I was actually thinking about that today. I had like you can't I have search a, it. Yeah, exactly. Like I was thinking about like I was trying to remember like something like a, a a client that I work with every week, what they told me like literally two days ago. And I was like, uh but I was like, it's in my notebook somewhere. I just have to find it, but I can't remember. That's my so worst it, it nightmare. Kind of right. Man, that's crazy. Uh, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> No, I need everything to sync with my phone, computer, my watch. I don't know, yeah. whatever oh, else. Wow. It's like, I need that. Be there in the Maybe shower. Like, Maybe it's because I'm old. I don't like all that. <laughs> yeah. Isaiah, what you got, dog? I've got 1,398 right now. But some of them are heavier. So they're like paragraphs and paragraphs in some of them. Yeah. But like, yeah, 1,398. You're a, no. you're a young pup still. You're just a couple of years behind Josh in amassing notes. You're We're on the same trajectory here, though. How about you, Matt? <laughs> my Matt gosh, I come right in the... Oh, my gosh. I, I come right in at like 554, but I'm right there with you, Ash. Like, it is, some of them are like, if I print it out, it'd be a book, Massive. right? Yeah. Uh, like some of my retainer clients, it's one note that has everything from the past two years. So I can go through there and just like find everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. It's nuts. But see like my notes though, like they're like, some of them are like having to do with work, but most of them are like things like puppy names I like, or <laughs> yes. like, just like, I write just down in case. Notes, like, yeah, just in case I ever get another dog, I write down dog names. I have a note that in here that's like, like, Anytime my kids do something I want to remember, I'll add it in this little note just because I don't want to forget. So I just have like a lot of things like that. So it's just kind of random yeah. or there's like grocery lists. Oh, no, I'm totally all over. Like my, it's just my whole like universe is in here. Like weird things my kids said or yeah. like, you know, call notes or social posts, which is like a big dump of ideas and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's all. uh, uh Yeah. Oh, and that's another uh deep fear of mine. But I, I'm, I'm thinking like because it's like backed up on iCloud I'm I'm good but yeah That's basically true. I'd be uh, have, capital capital notebook. S screwed if, if my <laughs> Apple notes just evaporated one oh the god Oh, all right. Uh, we're gonna have to wrap up early today because I need to go panic <laughs> and uh, copy down all of my Apple notes. For real, brief existential crisis. Uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. I don't know. My bad. <laughs> Good old existential crisis that's on a Friday. That's my fear with photos, man. Like that scares me. Losing photos. Oh, I've got I've got iCloud much. Drive photos, Google Photos saved uh, on. The, I do too, but I'm I doing don't like trust all it. the inefficient things. I don't trust mm-hmm. anything. We're all going to die one day. Let's move on with um, <laughs> the process. Here. Uh, so for real though, guys, let's talk about. Um, all right, let's let's say like client, you know, shows up. Like just kind of walk through some of the bones of, of your process, at least with that like early phase. Um, we don't have to, you know, it just any, especially like anything that you feel like somebody else might not do. You're like, Oh, I'm, I'm different. I'm not like the other girls. Like I do it this way. Um, just cause I think that we all probably have certain check marks that, you know, we don't have to necessarily cover, but, um, but you got, let's go in the same order. What was our order, Ashley? Okay. It was we Matt, should probably, Isaiah, we should probably nail down a, a, a no, okay. me, Josh. We need to nail down an order for these for these episodes because we we run into this Isaiah, every single time. Me, Josh. 
Okay. <laughs> uh. Uh, so I guess what my Enneagram is for uh, my process is just like, I don't know. Like I said earlier, it's that scientific process. I am such a nerd about it, to be quite honest, um, that I just, I spend probably more time than I should researching. Um, mm. One thing I like to tell my clients is like, 60% of this project is research, understanding, market analysis, everything. So my goal is before I even start visually creating anything. So most of my clients are visual identity clients, right? So we're doing rebrands, mm -hmm. brand new uh, companies coming in, like figuring out what their identity is. And I work with them on everything from strategy, naming, visual identity. I call it brand activation. Um, so actually getting that out into the universe, website, all that. So all in-house one thing. And before I even start the visual aspect of it, it's my conviction to be an expert on what their business is. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like I should know enough about their business. I could come in and run it for at least a week before yeah. I figure out what their identity looks like. Cause if I don't know the nuances and, and this is unique too, cause it is full, full scale brand identity. So, um, I, I feel like I need to know everything about it because if I don't know all the nuances, how can I truly represent it and have them utilize the language that I'm coming up with myself, my team coming up with um, and using a visual identity that doesn't authentically represent them. Mm. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, the so worst the thing, thing ever is to come up with something out. cute and then it doesn't get used because real insider people are like, that's not how our industry talks. 100% or it's, and you know, we, we've had those experiences. We may jump into this later, but uh, I'll touch on it now. When you have representatives from the organization or the company you're working with saying one thing about like, oh yeah, this is how we operate. Here's our culture, X, Y, Z, like here's our market. Oh yeah. But really it's not accurate. And then six mm -hmm. months later, they're breaking apart the entire brand system you created because yeah. you weren't getting the real answers up front. Mm, yeah. Or or I've seen this one, especially in like smaller, small, medium size, but actually it just doesn't matter about business size, but like CEO has uh, one concept of what it's like to work there and the culture and like what they stand for and what people are like passionate about. And then you go interview like mid and lower level employees and they're like, mm -mm, that is not the vibe uh, here. <laughs> no. It's like the, the delusions of the different, yeah, uh, I don't know. That's a 100%. that's an interesting one to get into somebody's sit at somebody's dinner table and get into the business a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So Isaiah, what you got, dog? Man, well, I am kind of on the opposite end. I don't do a lot of identity stuff. I do a lot of like commodity stuff. Like I do. I've done multiple book covers. I've done album mm. art. Um, social graphics for churches, stuff like that, stuff that a lot yeah. of people do. But book covers and print has kind of become things that I've done more recently too. Um, and honestly, like the biggest thing for me is the experience that somebody has when they pick up the book in their hand, you know, yeah. like, because you can make a cool cover that looks cool when it's sitting on flat on a desk. But like one thing that I'm really proud of, and I'm, let me just grab it. Hate to interrupt the show, sorry. But I did this <laughs> holiness symposium cover. And uh, so the cover is this, right? So okay. you got like the grains. Look. And the idea is that holiness is like uh, the white in the middle. And so you unfold it and you do this. Oh. And it was at a conference. And so all these guys were like That's holding nice. up their books next to each other to like make them match up. You know, it was like an interactive <laughs> thing and something that people like remembered you know yeah so that means a That's lot to me delightful. that there was like a reason behind what i was doing and it was also like a really nice experience you know so yeah. the experience is really yeah. important to me um thinking about how it would be in hand you know how somebody who doesn't know anything about design would like look at it you know so That's, that. I, That's totally, beautiful, man. I, I totally agree and i love the way and i never thought about it like that like how you said designing like a commodity versus like a lasting brand because that that is like literally the perfect word because that is that would be like the best way I would describe what I do as well because it mm. definitely is more like products or um, advertisements or like you said book covers or things that are people are physically picking up and I'm the same way like I want the work that I create 
to have a story, even if it's something simple, you know, like a yeah. album cover, or whatever. Um, but for them to feel like the, the emotion that was put into it while working on it, you know, I don't know. I just love, love the way you put that. That was awesome. Well, I definitely stole it from my dad. He might be watching. So I stole commodity design <laughs> well, from my dad. Awesome. Yeah, way to go, dad. <laughs> he is awesome. That's a good way. I to wanted start. to talk about uh, uh, or just uh, applaud that that concept of like apprenticeship. Like when you said that, I was thinking about like that's basically the same kind of storyline I had coming up as like a guy kind of took me under his wing and like I worked under him for many years and uh, and he was like really looking over my shoulder and teaching me. Um, and that like apprenticeship thing that we used to do when we had like silversmiths and like you, you grew up and you, you yeah. went to the shop with dad and like that was yeah. how you did it. And I love that you got a little taste of that here and uh, good old 2022 with all the computers yeah. and screens and we're still apprenticing, baby boy. That's cool. <sighs> Trying to keep up with the notes here and I'm, 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 I'm falling behind, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So process wise for me. Uh I I've got a pretty like regimented process. So if y'all can tell Matt is a, an elegant designer and he is uh, thinking through lots of levels and layers and described his thing as uh, identity systems. Um, I'm a little bit more uh, blue collar. I call it, I'm a, I'm a logo designer. (laughs) So it's a little little bit more cut and dry, Uh, but there, there truly is like a definitive difference in the two things. Um, And I think that's a great signal for it. Uh, But so the nature of my thing, there is a little bit less, squishiness and exploration involved. And there is a pretty like regimented recipe. I've got flat rates. I've got, you know, um, you know, thought through everything at a pretty, uh, I want to, I want to think scientific level and like trial and error it. Um, But pretty much like when you say, Hey, I want one of these uh, I'm walking you through a lot of the same steps. Um, Hopefully that creates uh, continuity and consistency and like some level of like quality control. It also helps me stay on track and again, be creative at the right spots in there. Um, So one of the things that I do is I start everything out with like a no commitment, no big agenda phone call. 30 minutes, let's hop on, let's get to know each other. Just tell me about yourself. Tell me about how you wound up at the play at your organization. Like, what do you do there? And like, what's different about you guys from the church down the street and, and really just kind of become friends before anything else. And then invariably, like there's questions about like, how does the process work? And uh, I have pretty ready, ready at hand answers for that since it's a, like I said, kind of a recipe more or less. And so answer any questions, like help them make decisions like, oh, do I want a flash sheet or I want like a full process logo thing? Well, yeah. here's the pros and cons of both. Like you decide. Um, so we have that to like lay some groundwork for the relationship. And then, um, you know, depending on what they decide, like if we're going like a full process deal, like I then have some homework for them. And so this is where like you may be in this process paying Matt to go through, do a ton of homework and research. I'm saying show up at the restaurant. Tell me a little bit of like what you want. Do you want savory food? Do you want sweet? Like, do you have a gluten allergy? Like I need some of that to help you. And Mm -hmm. so I'll kind of have them tee up some of that stuff and then I'll host a meeting. And again, this is not uh, anything genius or special about me. Like a lot of processes, depending on the scope, involve Hey client, what the heck are we doing here? Like, how do you extract that out in those in those yeah. early steps? So, and this is again like all before pens put to paper. Like, I've been paid. I've got some level of direction from the client. Client and I know each other. At least my like point person in the organization. Um, and so then we approach this meeting where like all the right people are in the room, and we've already established like this project needs to happen. Like, we're not like, oh well, I'm not sure if I'm committed because um, I've been a part of some projects in the past where like you get into the room and you've already like put some concepts together and the client doesn't know that they want a logo. Like you realize some of the like key stakeholders Mm. are not bought into the project and you're like, Oh God. And that is the worst, most frustrating feeling ever. Cause then you're stuck in the middle of like family dynamics at their, you know, you're talking about getting in their business, Matt, like, and that's, that's, that is not an appropriate place for you to be in like, business consultancy when you have been hired to make a graphic or make a logo for sure. Um, And so like that, that's, we, everybody knows why we're here. And then we're like pointing at inspiration pieces and like brainstorming together. Um, And then from that point, like I leave that meeting with a ton of notes and I start sketching, I'll cut off Wi-Fi for 30 minutes and I'll like do bad chicken scratch. I think somebody mentioned it on the Instagram questions the other day. 
of like, do the Aaron Draplin thing. Uh, if y'all haven't seen it or don't know who Aaron Draplin is, super talented uh, illustrator, Legend. designer. And yeah, he's true, like capital L legend status in our generation. But he, um, he, like, I was so encouraged one day when I saw inside his little sketch pad because he's bad at drawing. Like, he's probably better than me, <laughs> but like, like the stuff that turns into magic rainbow yeah. logos is like, <laughs> yep, that'll do. Oh, yeah. And then you jump into Illustrator and like crank it out. And so I was like, yeah. okay, cool. I can do that. And and I, I assume Ash and Isaiah probably backed into this more organically than I have. But I'm like, there's something freeing about not trying to make it into something right off the bat. Like you get yeah. in there and you uh, like sketch. Like the world is your oyster. There's no idea off the table. Like what I, that, what do these shapes look like together? I don't know. So you go through that, and uh, you know, I feel like I could monologue for another 15, 30 minutes about uh, my deal. But <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pump the brakes here for a second. Uh, <laughs> you guys have any any additional things you'd like to add to the conversation here? Like, what do those early steps look like for you guys? Well, no, I mean, I have to agree with you. When you get into that creative process, you're starting to come up with like the visual components of whatever it is, whether it's commodity or identity or whatever else you want to name it. Having that freedom of of going droplin on it just like sketch things out as long as you know what the idea is trying to communicate amazing if it looks good to anyone else doesn't matter just yeah. going for it and having mm -hmm. fun and exploring and um and one thing i learned way back in the day because i'm like 800 years old is like <laughs> just just sketch until your fingers hurt right mm -hmm. just keep going and keep going and keep going it's almost exhaustive, but to a certain point, it's when you've reached that point of like, gosh, there are no more ideas. That's when there's a breakthrough too. Yeah. Like now, now I think I've been working outside the box, but really now I'm having to create a whole new universe when it comes yeah. to visual, yeah. whatever. So I think it's really fun to just explore. And like you said, Josh, just go crazy with it. Have fun. What What's this shape and doodad together look like? Just go yeah. for it. I have an interesting question, like thinking about like the exploration phase of say, like from like the beginning, like ideation of a project all the way to like fruition and it's finished where like in, in that process, what is your guys' opinion of what is like your favorite, like where you feel like most excited and most fulfilled during that project? Like, is it like the beginning, uh, like ide like making the ideas or like actually finishing it and delivering it? Cause I know my answer is like, for sure. Like I know, like when I feel like I always say this, like the, the sauce is like, after I know what I'm doing, like I have a little bit of a direction, not like fully, but just a little bit. And starting from that process and like in the middle, like the middle part where I'm actually building it and like creating those ideas or like illustrating mm -hmm. those things in the middle, that's where I like get most excited. Like that's my favorite part. Are you talking, yeah. so there's, there's the, the metaphorical like hump of like, I don't quite know what it's going to be. Okay. I know what it's going to be now we're executing. Like, are you before yeah. the hump or over the hump? No, I would say like while I'm executing it, like the actual building of it is my yes. favorite spot. And okay. I guess building it and then obviously it being finished. Those are my favorite. Like that's my, that's where I get like most excited. Like I feel most fulfilled while I'm physically working. Like I know like, so for instance, if there's like a, somebody wants me to illustrate a frog or whatever. So I have like the idea, they want a frog. So I like initially start doodling the frog. I have the outline of the frog. Once I like know, okay, this is what he's going to look like. And I'm going in there and adding all the details of like little lines or little freckles on him or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. That's my favorite, like to do like okay. that in the middle. You know what can, I mean? can we also just pause and like give a give a give a prayer clap for the fact that Ashley Ulmer is an adult and she gets paid to draw frogs <laughs> for a living? Like, I feel like yeah. six year old Ashley Ulmer would be psyched out of her mind. Yeah, literally, like living, the, living the dream. The worst <laughs> no, day as a designer is better than the best day doing construction cleanup. Like, I'll say that's on blue in the face. Like, you can gripe about the the industry, all that stuff, but like, if you if you love it, you love it, and it's worth it, it, and it's it's just, I think that's great. Yeah. So to echo your point, I was about to say, I don't have an answer because I love the whole thing. And I literally do. Like I get hyped after a sales call, like meeting somebody for the first time. I get yeah. hyped, hence hitting ship or like send on the finished product. Yeah. I get excited about like, you know, the loose, I don't know what this is going to be exploration phase, but I think 
if I was going to name one, it's going to be that similar phase where like the rough sketch is down or like the bones of it are there. And now like you just get to see it come to life as you like yeah. ink it. And so you're like tracing, you're zoned out or like assuming it's like mm-hmm. a, a lettered piece or like a more, you know, by hand piece. But that phase where it's like, I knew it was going to work, but now I can like see it working. And I wonder if it's like almost at that point, once you kind of have like the, the initial like concept in mind and like the, the, um, I guess the route you're going to take, if at that point of actually physically building it is like, that's when you can be like, it's almost like you can turn everything else off. Like you don't have to think of, you don't have to, at least for me, I don't like to think about it. It just kind of comes naturally. Like, Oh yeah, this shading would go here. or This would go here. Like it's more like, Mm -hmm. Free You're in the flow. zone. We talked yeah, about like it. I'm in the that's, zone. That's, yeah, in the like, that's the drug, music, baby. Like, yeah, exactly. That's, that, why, that's I, why. Like, if if I, if I had to do this thing for free, like, this is my best intro into the zone, and like, it's just like that's the feeling I chase. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's so good, Isaiah. You've I, got to calm down, bro. You keep interrupting and like. Well, you guys are legends. I can just let you guys talk, and I'd be fine. Hush, hush. Uh, oh man, you're killing it. I'll send you another $50 after. (laughs) (laughs) Well, honestly, like I actually don't like finishing the project unless I'm like 100% like proud of it, which is kind Mm -hmm. of weird probably, but I'm such a perfectionist that like after I finish something, I'm like, man, I could have done that. I could have, you know, made that, that shade of blue, like two, you know, tints darker or whatever. And that would have been so much better, you know? And so I beat myself up after I finished it, but I love starting it because I can see the potential, you know, and putting the bones together. So even before what you guys are talking about, but like kind of seeing where I'm going with it, like trying to see the direction, um, thinking about the path before I take it, I guess is mm. what I like. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, good Dang. tweetable. This Let's go. Eloquent. Please make a, a <laughs> quick illustration of that. Just on that. That's it. <laughs> Knowing the path. Amazing. Before I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, sorry, I cut you off. What were you saying? No, you're good. You're good, man. I mean, um, it's kind of like what all you guys have said. It's, It's getting to that point where, okay, the pieces are coming together. I can start to see where this is going, right? In my context, more times than not, it's visual identity, um, Mm. when it comes to creative and just to see like, oh, okay. Like this brand didn't look so good 10 minutes ago. And now it's, actually looking like something I'd be interested in, right? Seeing that, that's so exciting. It's like, oh, I actually am a designer. That's cool. Like, great. (laughs) Who knew? Forget that every project. (laughs) Yeah, right. I do. Um, And then, and then when it gets to the point of like building out all the details, right? So what that looks like in my little shell is building out the website, all the assets, letterheads, business cards, all that. How do you activate that brand? And Mm. for me, it's like, Right now, I'm working with uh, one of my good buddies um, here in town, and they have a video production company. It's one of my favorite projects I've ever worked on. And just to see everything from the identity um, into the website that we're launching, hopefully today. Um, <laughs> hopefully today. Um, Your just brave to boy launching together. a website on a Friday. That's, Ooh, that's about it. <laughs> could be a fun weekend. I know. It could be. Um, so... <laughs> But just see all that come together and then, you know, send that across. I think that's just so fulfilling because then your client, especially if they love it, they embrace it. You get to see this whole new season for them of like, hey, they're they're loving the work I did, mm-hmm. which is fulfilling as a designer, right? Yeah. Um, but two, it's to be like, wow, I I made a difference, right? Yeah, like more existential side. Like I made a difference. I changed something. I helped someone's business out. I that I got yeah. to do that. How cool! And like you said, it's so much better than construction cleanup. So much better. Um, it's better than a lot of other things I've had to do, like sell Christmas trees or be a mall Santa. So it, I would do this any day. That's a whole other episode, Josh. You're the don't you skinniest. Dare. You're the skinniest mall Santa I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, you should call me Higgy Biggie for a reason, bro. Higgy Biggie. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Speak behind the curtain here. Uh, I have a new. I don't know if I have a new answer, but I, that is definitely like close second for me. And it doesn't happen to every project. Like, yes, clients are happy, whatever. But you can tell, like, somebody goes out of their way and they're like glowing. Like this, yes. actually, yeah, it happened recently where a guy said, like, 
my thing feels like more real now. And it wasn't like a new no. launch business. It had been, he'd been doing this for like three, four years. Yeah. And um, he was like, this now like feels like a legitimate, like I've got a legitimate shot at this mm. thing. I was like, geez, mm. like, I mean, I'm just, like, we get into like, I know what it could be. You know, we've got that imagination bone. You, most of us as designers, but you know, other people don't always have that. And so like, when you go from talking about it to like showing them and they hit that, like, I love everything about, what made my thing special in the first place? Like you've shown yeah. that yeah. to me into the world. Like that is, that makes me feel like a million bucks, not because like mm-hmm. they're complimenting me, but because of like, you're saying like, I got to partner with you and the most fun, exciting part of your business or your organization. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> All right. Um, you guys ready for, uh, for the, the, the keyword section? <laughs> Yes. Some, some, yes. This is our our, our our shameless plug here, guys. I have some <laughs> abrupt section segments in the show. Uh, it's time to feed the beast and answer a keyword sec- question. The part of the show where we answer a question based on keyword research so we can shamelessly play the algorithm's games. Today's keyword <laughs> question. What are clutch questions to ask your client to help kick a project off strong? Mm. So, and uh, the actual keyword is creating a design brief. Um, so as you're approaching this, regardless of the scope of your project, you're always going to be asking, uh, you know, questions for your client or getting them to give you information, whether it's a form or in a meeting or, you know, some kumbaya session on a mountainside retreat, whatever. How do you like, what are, what are handles that you can put on that to extract the, that deep gold to make the project better? Hmm. I'll jump in. Um, it's a two-folder. Um, the, the first part is what's the goal of this mm-hmm. project overall, right? What, what are we looking to accomplish? And we touched on this a little bit earlier, but what's the goal of the project? And then the second part is how do we know that we successfully hit it? Mm. Like what's that metric of success? Mm. Define that finish everyone line. Everyone has maybe. a different perspective. Everyone yeah. has a different perspective on it. So like I, I could think like, oh yeah, we hit it. It's beautiful. It's perfect. Like ready to ship. But they're looking at like, we haven't even touched the surface, you know? Right. Yeah. So especially in the context of a business. Oh yeah. Because like sometimes it's a financial thing. Sometimes it's a, an emotional response. Sometimes it's a number of items they have in their email inbox now. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Mm. Um, I've got a, a softball that I use. It's like a sneaky question that you wouldn't like, it's not, it doesn't feel sexy or special. Um, but I kick off these mood meetings and a lot of times there's people in there. Some of them, someone in the call is creative, but sometimes there's a lot of like, I'm not a creative person in there, but I need their input. Yeah. Um, and so they approach this or like, I don't, this is my first time seeing this guy, like what's going on. And it can be tough to like warm up the creative juices for everybody. And I used to open with, what are our brand targets? Use adjectives to describe the brand that you want. It's a big question. It is hard for people, especially if you're not, it's hard for me. I'm in this space. It's hard to answer that well and say like, oh, like we want something that's a little, you know, edgy. It's like, you know, 70s bowling alley meets, you know, Tron or whatever. Like, who knows? Like, like you're trying to get that weird sauce that you're always talking about, Ashley. You're trying to pull that out and like you jump straight into it and people are like, oh. I don't know how to talk and I thought this was going to be fun. So instead <laughs> I switched it up and I've started, I've started with a softball question. Hey, is the name, is this name spelled right? Like if we we're going to do initials, what would those initials be? Okay. When was it established? I've got like a sheet of like fill in the blanks of like you, the, I, I've looked at their website. They filled out a form. I can pretty well guess at most of these things but it like oh shoot are we gonna drop you know in reach city kids are we gonna drop city sometimes will we ever say reach kids and like so everybody's like warmed up talking about the thing but it's low stakes and it's like black and white answers that's Um, good so that Mm -hmm. that's one of them that i've done and it's not the the stuff that i learned that's more like interesting from like agency side which uh if you are in a really a squishy environment or like, Oh, let's get into the, the, like the, the energy of the thing, like literally asking like, Hey, what, if your brand was a spirit, it was a, you know, what would the spirit animal of your brand be and why? And the, and why is the, is the operative part. I don't care that they said beaver or elephant or goat. I want to know why you Becky think 
a goat is like your spirit animal. And she's like, well, yeah. they're like ruddy yeah. and there's like, they can do anything and they're tough. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. These are the great words mm-hmm. that you can extract without asking, man, I need to reintroduce that into my conversation actually. That's um, good. <laughs> I'm stripped That's a lot of really stuff out of putting new stuff back in the deck. Um, I now have 555 so yeah, notes on my phone. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So do y'all have any other, um, they don't have to be like exactly like this, but it could be something that you do in a text message exchange or DM or a form question that you ask. Like what are yeah. questions you ask to like pry open the oyster and like get the Mine thing. Is- They're usually... Sorry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say mine. I was just going to keep elaborating on my point there and, and talking <laughs> over you as I always do. And I was going mean, to zip it up. I know. Um, <laughs> no, I, I was going to say kind of what Matt said is uh, I guess my main question I ask at any, any client, like no matter what the project is, is like, what is this? Like, what's the end goal? Like, what is this for? Like if this book, like mm. if we're creating like a book cover, what is the book about? When is it? When does the book come out? What's the due date? What's the timeline? Oh, um, getting like the brass what, tacks out there. Yeah. And like, what assets are we needing? Are we needing just the cover? Are we needing interior illustrations? Like, what do we need? And timeline, because I mean, obviously, like this at that process, I'm starting to kind of think of ideas, but then also pricing, like just so I'm like, hey, how much? Like, what, well, what are we doing? Like, what's the scope of this project? When is it due? How quickly do you need it? Um, that's kind of my baseline. And then from there, I'll kind of like, I think that's kind of like my initial question to kind of like, you know, rope in the conversation. Then from there, mm-hmm. move on to, okay, is there anything specific that you want to be seen in this project? Like, is there any specific yeah. details you want on this book cover or you want to be shown? Um, and like, I'm going to die it? if the book cover is not read kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like those kind of things. Yeah. And then, you know, and if they have any more, if they want to talk more then we can go from there. But if not at that point, you know, I'd probably get started. Yeah, that's great. Um, and it, it made me think of like that early, early talk, like, cause some of those questions I would unearth on like a, that, like intro phone call I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Because like when you say, all right, cool. What other assets do you need? And you're talking about interior and exterior. And like, okay, cool. Do you have like, do you need like social media covers and like, you know, what about banner ads and what about this and that? And then it served, yeah. it, it, it's you, being like curious designer that is like sneaky salesman because they're like sneaky, oh yeah, shoot, I hadn't thought about out. that thing yeah and it gives you a chance to like if you want to get more involved in that process and touch more pieces you can yeah um, mm-hmm. or at least let them know hey that's not included um, like I'm just doing the book cover that's my zone mm-hmm. yeah um, mm-hmm. as a as a quick aside one of my very first jobs was designing book covers for through Amazon.com's like self publishing thing. Yeah, yeah. And you would no talk way. about you would talk about like the best way to like open the closet and see the crazies of the world. It is the self-published <laughs> book people. Doug, I could that That's could be true. a full episode as like tell us that, your yeah. <laughs> they weren't necessarily bad clients. It was just like, Doug, you are insane. Cause part of the assignment <laughs> was to read and format the first chapter of the book, too. So you do the cover okay. and then you've got to like like format and, and, you know, set up the first chapter so that somebody else could go like format the rest of the book. So I'd invariably end up taking a peek into these people's manifestos or like horrendous novels. And it's just like, Whoa, Whoa. What a journey. (laughs) You, you said this, this must be birthed into the world. Um, There you go. All right. Um, yeah, another similar one to the spirit animal is uh, like if your brand was a movie character or a movie, what would mm-hmm. it be and mm-hmm. why? Yeah, um, almost the same thing. Because like sometimes you get in these, and depending on how like stiff the room is, they're like, well, I don't believe in spirit animals, and then you ask them a movie <laughs> question. It's like, okay, like why did you put uh, you know Dirty Harry as your as your movie or whatever, or you've got mail or whatever it is? Yeah. Um, and another one that I would do, I can't really do this one any, I mean, I guess I could reintroduce it. I got to redo my deck after this, after this meeting now. Um, but another one I used to do is I had a ton of note cards and on one stack of them, I, this is like honestly more fruitful than any of them. It was uh, brands. It'd be like NASA, Walmart, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, Patagonia, whatever. And it was probably like 60 cards. And then I had a yes and a no pile and a kind of. And then I would hand the card to the client in the room. We're out there in the big conference. It was like, all right, put them in piles. And But you have to, again, explain why 
Patagonia is in the absolutely not category. And like some people would like hate Starbucks because of like something they did to the environment or, Mm. you know, something that like Disney backed politically. And I'm like, okay, cool. Because if you just filled out a form and said, I hate Disney, I'm like, all right, what do you, you know what I'm saying? Like you could take that. Yeah. It's not just the actual, it's not just the look of the actual logo. It's like, you're getting more bingo. Like, well, why, why do you not like that? You know what I mean? And that's all strategy. That's so smart. Yeah. And, and I think that one of the things that helps, I mean, we keep talking about like, you know, your goals, like why you're doing it. And one of the, the, the finish lines that I'm always hunting for, like, like uh bird dogging for, like I'm out there sniffing for like, what is the right emotion here? What's the tone that we're trying to set? Because like most, uh, like 90% of my clients are churches and they, we've all got the same goal. Like love God, love people, serve the world, which is fantastic. It's one of the reasons I'm in this. Right. Um, so it's less about like, okay, what's our product? What are we trying to sell? Cause that's going to be the same for all of us. And it's more about, um, okay, what's different about your church from the church down the street. And what is the emotional like tone we're trying to set? Cause I want it to match the tone. Like I'm not, I'm not going to be able to visit your service. I'm not going to have coffee with your senior pastor. Mm-hmm. So we got an hour. How do we like extract this stuff out? Yeah. Um, and so trying to like use these types of questions to tap into the right feel for the finished product. Because once you get that down, the colors are subjective. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's a sans serif or a serif or it's by hand, like all that's, you know, kind of up for grabs if you hit the right tone for the thing. Yeah. Um, right. So that one's, it's hard to define that and tell and ask somebody questions like, tell me the tone you want and I'll go dabble over there. Yeah. Um, so that's why we got to have this scaffold. I don't know. Place. I don't know about you guys, but a lot of times when I'm working with, and I mean, again, most of the the people I'm working with or clients I'm working with are small businesses or um, like, like Isaiah said, commodity based projects. But like mm-hmm. if, because whenever I like initially like am talking to a client, I don't go as in detail of asking them all these questions because I think a lot of times that will pigeonhole myself. So I almost want to keep it more free, but yeah. like, like the biggest way that I feel like I get kind of like the vibe from a brand or a person is honestly going to their Instagram page because I feel like that, like that's where people kind of would put like their aesthetic or like their vibe, I guess, um, out. Mm. And it's the most recent, or I mean, at least as long as they're like updating it frequently, it's like the most recent, like thought of, Oh, they liked this thing. Like, so, okay. So say for, I'm working with a small clothing label and this girl like posts her favorite outfit or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. So she obviously likes like Lululemon. She likes the way that looks. She likes the vibe from that brand. So then from there I would draw into, I'd go look at Lululemon. Okay. So she likes this. Mm. She's going to like something similar to that. So I, I usually mm-hmm. will go to their Instagram page, whether it's personal or business and, and get ideas from that because that's what's kind of most frequently on their, or most recently on their mind if they're posting. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know if you guys do that, but I definitely do. That's so smart. Yeah, I, sure. I got to go back through and like write notes because you guys are <laughs> dropping so much good stuff. <laughs> like, no, just rewatch the episode. It's going to be live on YouTube like as soon as we're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just up I'm the play glad, count. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just play it on multiple devices. Yeah. And, keep uh, it running right? overnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please, because Ashley and I, not to sound too sweaty and desperate here, but Ashley and I said, like, if we don't hit this benchmark by Christmas, we're canning the show. So it's up to you guys. If there's six people that like this show, y'all, y'all are responsible for all the plays. You better like, you better share, you better <laughs> have it on double speed on six screens so that you can fulfill me and Ashley's Christmas wish list. Yeah. This is the show. The show is about ser- serving my own desires. No other reason. <laughs> That's healthy. That's and good. And we're, we're off the rails. Fantastic. Tommy has a good question in the comments. It says, uh, he says, how much prayer or reliance on your gift is involved in your campaign designs for churches? That is an excellent question. I, Great question. I feel like when you're, I, I can't, I'm, so we've always heard of like the pissed off artist. That's like, I'm so angsty. Now I'm going to write the hit single. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's not real. I'm not, I'm really not making a, a commentary on whether that's right, wrong, whatever. But I've just never been able to do great work from an unhealthy place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. so, like, if I am, 
like there's a distinct difference when I'm like in step with God, just in general, like walking through life with God. And when I'm not, and the work is not as good. And so like, I, I feel like it, it kind of similar to inspiration um, and like your spiritual health, like it just flows into the projects. Now, yeah. am I asking the Holy spirit? Like, Hey, like, what would you do here? Um, I mean, I've, I've like messed with that a little bit, but it's not like a checkpoint on the list. Um, and it's not something that I'm, I'm maybe doing every time. Maybe I should be, I don't know. Um, but that's, that's kind of how, uh, this sounds awful. I was about to say how God fits in my system or my process. <laughs> Good job. All right. There's the, later. There, whew, all right. So yeah, that's, gotta, that's interesting. Gotta yeah, unpack some stuff there. <laughs> I definitely uh, know like with, I, Thanks, I think Tommy. that's a good way to put it, Josh, is, yeah, I feel like when I'm working on a particular, like a specific project, I'm not sitting there praying for that specific project. I mean, I will ultimately like pray for, you know, the success of that business or the success of that book, but I'm not like sitting there like praying specifically for that. However, if I feel like my spiritual walk is um, like more on fire in that season, I feel like I do get more ideas, like as far as like, Mm. I'll have like a dream of an idea for a project or like, I feel like the Holy Spirit moves more so in that way versus like, if I'm not, you know, like fully like, like at my best spiritual peak, I guess, I don't feel like those ideas come as easily. But then also I do find inspiration in those low moments as well. Like if I'm having um, like if I'm feeling anxious, then a lot of like design work I create is definitely more angsty and making it more like sad or I don't know. So I, I do find inspiration in both. Oh. However, I do feel like the ideas and like the Holy Spirit ideas come more when I'm more like in tune with God, if that makes sense. That's good. That's good. I mean, yeah, that's I really good. agree with, with you guys. Like if you're unhealthy, um, and trying to pour out when you have an empty cup, you're not going to get anywhere. Right. Um, so I know in my walk, it's a lot of just like dedicating it to him, whatever it is, whatever project I'm working on, whatever, you know, whether it's for even the coffee shop, y'all like that's who just got to give it to him. Um, because otherwise any of these projects, think about it. Like we're created by the creator. So if we're trying to take that all in ourselves, we could easily get overloaded, Mm -hmm. but giving it to him, who's the author and perfecter, he's got it all day. He's able to use us as a tool, as an instrument for his glory, you know? Um, That's good. So it's just dedicating everything to him. Yeah. And it relieves a lot of that pressure too. Like, oh, it's not me, but Christ in me. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah that's, that's good that's so true like like i said if i feel anxious about something it's usually probably because i'm not like yeah. in tune with with you know with god that day or whatever like i and i tried to kind of do it myself but yeah so i agree for sure yeah something i think about all the time like i don't necessarily like pray before every project but something that i think about all the time is a couple principles one of them being the parable of the talents like the master mm-hmm. gave different talents to different people. Their job wasn't to like make their talent into more than the other guy. It was to make something of their talent, you know, use it. Mm. And so like God blessed the people even more who use their talents, Mm. you know? And so I feel like if you're doing things from the perspective of honor to whom honor is due, but God gets all the glory, you know? Um, And I want to be a good workman because it glorifies God because he's the creator, like Matt said. So I want my talents to glorify him. So that's how I think about it. Yeah. That's Love good, it. dog. That's so good. Guys, that is, I mean, I know we're, this might be the shortest episode at only an hour and two minutes. Um, but I just feel like that's, that's where we got to, we got to wrap this show up. That's, that's the perfect <laughs> note to end on here. <laughs> Tell yeah, me we set out saying, oh, we're going to have 45 minute episodes. And then like four episodes later, I was like, yeah, none of these have like been under an hour and 10 minutes. So. Uh, we're just going to let these puppies be behemoths and, and feel them out as we go. But <laughs> yeah, uh, again, huge shout out to Matt and Isaiah for joining us today. We'll have links to all their stuff down in the show notes. Matt, can people actually order uh, coffee even if they don't live in Savannah? Can they order a little bag of beans? 
They sure can. So all of our roasts are live on our website, origincoffee.bar. Retail actually launched yesterday. Everything's oh, going cool. great. Hey. Yeah, Every so day. feel free to order stuff on there. And then we should be opening here in Savannah, Georgia, beginning December. So come on, visit. Cool. Yeah, that's exciting. That that's awesome. is super exciting. Isaiah, um, what you got, dog? You got a you got a book dropping or anything? We can we can we can we can, <laughs> we can promo here. No, I don't have any book dropping. Not yet. I'm thinking about it, but not, not you know, yet. If you need so. to, Amazon has a self-publishing software. <laughs> you could have. There you go. I was going to say uh, Memoirs by Isaiah, but I think Comer's Corner is even better. Uh, no. Um, oh, no. Yes. Oh, that's so good. I can't believe hey, I did real, not think of that. Doug, real talk. If you did, I know this probably gives you gas thinking about like going into your whole uh, set here, like all of your social posts, like unearthing those again, at least that, that type of thing never makes me happy to go back into old work. But dude, if you had a flip book, like a little yeah. five by five mm-hmm, that's exactly bound copy of this, or even little like micro prints, like do like yeah. little tiny oh. uh, prints of these on some like nice papers, dog, those would sell. Dude, those just would for get, sure sell. Just get a Cricut and just get a good printer and you can do them at your house. Like, for real, man. Black and white. For Cricut, real. that's a good Make idea. Into key All chains. my prints at home. And also, yeah. I just want to <laughs> shout you out, man. I mean, this stuff, like you're taking very complex concepts and really mm. boil them down to very simple, simple images. That's not Preach. an easy task. So you're no. a legend in your own right. Cause this Dude, is great. It's that. so approachable. It's so approachable um, and communicates so clearly. So great job, man. This is awesome work. Dude, that means the world from you, man, for real. That's awesome. <laughs> well guys, this has been uh, a blast. Please like, share, and subscribe, and tune in live weekly here on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern. And do me a big favor as you're heading into your weekend, share this. Prayerfully consider and share <laughs> share a link with a friend who needs to hear. This, that was a joke. That was, that was a bad joke. But Prayerfully for real. consider uh, sharing this. <laughs> love you guys. Until next time, adios. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you had as much fun as I did. You can join us for live recordings each week on YouTube on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern. We'd love to have you. And you can visit FreelanceFridays.live for more info or to nominate a guest for an episode on the show. If you like the show and you want to show us some love and help us keep this party rolling, take a second and share a link to this episode with a friend. Until next time, adios! Adios!